0: This is Richard Cloutier Reports on 680 CJOB. We have obtained a letter sent to city councillors and the mayor from the Winnipeg Police Association. We'll bring in Marie Sabra and other police association in just a moment. And he writes, it was not so long ago that city council passed the 2016-2017 operating budget. We expressed serious concerns at the time. The budgeted amount for the Winnipeg Police Service would put police service levels for your constituents at risk. As you can see from the tweet issued above, this is already coming to pass. The delays referenced in this tweet stem from a serious violent incident in the city, ones I know we all wish to never see again, but all are too familiar in Winnipeg. Incidents like this are, of course, a top priority for response by WPS members. But they put a strain on the available resources, and so the citizens, your constituents, calling for service, must wait. This was not an isolated incident. Sabarin writes, in fact, on the night of May 12, 2016, three violent incidents, including a murder involving a military-style assault rifle, once again strained WPS resources to the limit and once again left the citizens of Winnipeg, your constituents, waiting when they called the WPS for service. Get this. Further evidence of the pressure on the WPS was again seen on the weekend of May 28th with calls in the queue exceeding 150 as our members dealt with serious incidents ranging from intoxicated persons needing safe housing to serious assaults, weapons incidents, and sexual assaults.
1: This was... Your mayor, Brian Bowman, in response to this letter. This council has provided more funds to the Winnipeg Police Service than any council in the history of the city of Winnipeg. This is the largest police budget we've ever had here at the city of Winnipeg. Last year's proposed budget and adopted budget was uh, triple the rate of inflation in terms of an increase. It was more than $16 million more than the previous year. And so uh, to characterize that as a cut is not accurate. You just got to look at the numbers um, that being said, we we obviously support the women and men of the Winnipeg Police Service. They do incredibly challenging and difficult work on our behalf, and that's why there were additional funds in this year's budget to support their efforts. Um, you know, the the characterization, um, you know, when we heard it during the the budget debates, um, you know, the characterization in the letter is, uh, is is simply not accurate. And I respect that. You know, you respect. You got to respect the uh, the leadership of the union. I mean, they're. Their obligation is to protect their union members, and, uh, and I do respect that. Uh, let's keep in mind the City of Winnipeg Council and Mayor have an obligation that we take very seriously to protect taxpayers and to look out for all Winnipegers. Let's keep in mind, uh, listeners should be aware that Winnipeg City Council simply cuts a check. That's it. The Winnipeg Police Board manages the operations of the Winnipeg Police Service and works with the police service, and they are doing that right now. The, the higher call volumes... Is something that the Winnipeg Police Service, the Winnipeg Police Board, are working with uh, with health agencies. Uh, one example is the WRHA to find ways of of ensuring that non uh, emergency calls aren't sent to to nine one one. And then we obviously support their efforts so that they can manage that. But I just I just remind you, uh, this year's budget for the police is the biggest police budget in the history of the city of Winnipeg, and Winnipegers and members of the Winnipeg Police Service should know that. Mayor Brian
0: Bowman from earlier on 680 CJOB. Murray Sabron is president of the Winnipeg Police Association. He joins us now. Uh, What's your reaction to what the mayor just said?
2: Um, Well, I have some serious concerns that uh, he obviously doesn't realize that his budget is putting his constituents at risk of decreased police services. Give us the examples that you cite
0: in the letter here, going back to last month, tell us how strained
2: resources, how strained the
0: resources of the Winnipeg Police Service really were.
2: Well, <clears throat> when you consider that Winnipeg is the most violent city uh, in Winni- uh, in Canada, um, the incident uh, incidents on uh, the weekend of May 28th, uh, we were stretched uh, right to the limit, 150 calls for service waiting in the queue. Um, I actually was one of those um, calls in the queue. I made an off-duty arrest, um, which is a very high priority. It uh, it typically will come in as an officer needs assistance, which is a priority one.
0: You have somebody in custody.
2: I have somebody in custody, and it took half an hour for a cruiser car to attend. And I get it. I I, I know that the the resources are stretched to the limit. I was okay, but uh, you have to realize when I'm off-duty, I don't have my usual tool belt. So it places uh, myself in extreme danger. And I know our members are placed in extreme danger on a, on a daily basis.
0: I have not met a cop that would say in a situation like that, we're stretched to the limit. I'm not going to make that off-duty arrest. They're just not that way. You're not wired that way. You put your life at risk. You potentially put your life at risk. That's correct you'd probably do the same thing again.
2: I would. I would. And every one of our members would do the same thing. Nobody's going to turn a blind eye when they're seeing a crime happen right in front of them.
0: What's the link then between the budget and what was allocated? And again, the mayor is correct in saying that, you know, they increased the budget, but not to the needs that the police service asked for. And there's compromises there. But what's the link between a night like... Uh, the weekend of May 28th, and resources. Help us understand that. Is it a matter of there are not enough cars, not enough officers out there on on that that type of night? Is there a direct correlation between that budget and the resources on one of those weekends?
2: Well, the, the budget that was requested by the police service Um, was what they believed was required to provide or or keep the the same level of service to the citizens of Winnipeg. When the police board goes to uh, EPC and says, we need to give the police more money, um, it was unanimous except for Councillor Gillingham who said, I cannot support um, going to EPC and... and, uh, uh, I understand, that information, but so.
0: every once in a while, in our business, it gets really, really busy. It's mm-hmm. the exception to the rule, and we find ways of dealing with it. Uh, and 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 you just you you get the information out there. You do the job as best as you can. Uh, my question is: the incidents that you cite here is that an unusual that no matter what you're going to do this, or is that
2: becoming the usual that you need to staff for? Well, that's exactly it. I think you hit the nail on the head. This is becoming the norm. Uh, Calls for service since 2007 have increased by over 35%. We typically see about 300,000 calls for service per year. Uh, My understanding is from the same time last year, we're already up 10,000 calls. So those calls for service are continually increasing. And if Mayor Bowman thinks that uh, cost of living is, is what uh, we're going to base the increase on the budget in the future, that's only going to mean there's going to be a reduction in service. It may lead to layoffs. Um, it may lead to uh, decreased training and decreased equipment for the members.
0: On any given evening, or let's take a Friday or Saturday night, mm-hmm. as the weather gets warmer, um, generally how many cars are out there in the city of Winnipeg
2: on an evening shift? On an e- Just on a straight evening shift, there will be 27 two-officer cars.
0: And that's to cover the, the
2: entire city. That's, a lot of those cars are in downtown North
0: End because that's where the highest call volumes are.
2: Yeah, that's correct. But there's also an overlap with the night shift, and I, I don't want to get into the details. But uh, at that time, uh, during that overlap, that number of cars is doubled. And again, on that
0: Friday or Saturday night, the potential there is that you have about 50 cars, maybe 100 officers out there. And if something big happens, you have the specialized units that can respond. People are are on cell phones, on pagers. But uh, what will happen, in my experience, is that you'll get a couple of crimes, serious crimes that a lot of resources are allocated to, and then there are choices made. We've got Domestics, we've got sexual assaults, we have arrests and robberies, uh, robberies that are nonviolent. The person has walked away, but the guy at the grocery store or at the gas station is shaking. And suddenly the people at 911 are saying, Well, is the person, is
2: the assailant still there? And they say, No.
0: And that's when that person waits
2: and waits and waits. Yeah, that's correct. And we have to prioritize. We have to make sure that the citizens are safe and that they're not in a situation of danger. And uh, it, it's very unfortunate that uh, somebody who's just experienced a break and enter and their house is turned upside down has to wait four or five days for a cruiser car to attend after uh, after something similar to May 14th where 35 units were tied up on, on three major, major incidents. Is it going to get worse? I believe it is, and that's what we've been saying all along. We have a lot of junior councillors that uh, don't necessarily uh, understand how policing works, and that was the reason for sending the letter to the councillors and to the councillors alone. We wanted to educate the councillors. We want to make sure that they're making a proper decision in the future because, quite honestly, when they supported Brian Bowman's budget, they supported a decrease to service for the constituents of Winnipeg. So we may see fewer cars out there. That's a possibility. But don't forget, <clears throat> there are several units that are support services. When a sexual assault comes in, the, the uniform car will pass that off to the sex crimes unit. And that allows those members to get back on the street. If you start decreasing those support units, you're also going to increase the time that a, a, a uniform patrol car has to investigate those sorts of incidents so those support units are there for a reason and I really don't think we can decrease any of those units because each has their own niche whether it's the street crime unit the homicide unit the major crime unit they are busy very busy and the operational review that was done by the Simon Fraser University um, close to three years ago says Winnipegers get a huge bang for their buck when it comes to a police service the president of the Winnipeg Police Association, Marie Sabran.
0: Richard Cloutier reports on 680 CJOB.